Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. <laughs> We're starting the new year just like we are the best. <laughs> the best. Manifestation. Oh my God. It's the type of energy you need to bring into 2022. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting so embarrassed because I'm not used to getting compliments. <laughs> oh. I know. Your face is going to get red. <laughs> but it's very nice to get them though. Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast Voice Love Podcast Season 2. I'm your host Pixie and with me are my co-hosts Alexa and Kayla. Hey. Hi. It's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little dance. <laughs> it's a new year, it's gonna be bigger and better. <laughs> I'm manifesting, I'm hoping. <laughs> doing some kitsch level manifesting here yes definitely so we're back and we're so excited we have a new year and we've completed season one and we're back for season two and it's i didn't believe we would end up here when we started <laughs> this one year ago oh my god it's been a wild journey yeah definitely so we wanted to start the new year by Talking about us. <laughs> very self-indulgent. <laughs> yes. Very. So we're going to do a reintroduction of who we are. Like when we did this a year ago, we did it with Coco. Sorry. We did it with Coco. <laughs> Looking up at heavens. Just, no, Coco is still She's alive. <laughs> Coco is still alive. She's still the sweetest girl She's just busy. <laughs> so we have wonderful Kayla with us instead. And we wanted, since we never did a Who Are We with Kayla, it was about time to do one for season two. So yeah. Reintroduce ourselves. Many things have changed over the course of 2021. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. And a lot of things happened in December for BL. So I thought that we could just like shortly catch up. What did you guys mm -hmm, watch mm -hmm. in December? Ooh. In December? <laughs> well, I've been watching Bad Buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's pretty much my entire personality right now. <laughs> Not Me is also going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like those are the only two things I'm actively watching right now. I know there's some other like KBLs and stuff that are going on, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of waiting to feel those out with 
yeah some of the recent releases we've gotten from korean bl so i feel like yeah after we got light on me i just can't sit through watching 10 minutes every week (laughs) i mean it's too short so i'm waiting as well but i was really really like it was short but i really liked it my beautiful man i loved that one one. yeah you did like it yeah yeah i mean it's yeah, it's not it's not fluff. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like personality stuff going on in that show that yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's part of the story, right? It just made it so good because uh, there's more to these two people than just political correctness. <laughs> yeah, I kind of whenever I was yeah. talking about it in my Discord, I described it as realistically toxic. <laughs> because mm-hmm. their their mm-hmm. relationship is it's something, but I feel like it is very <laughs> relatable for a lot of people. Like they take enemies to lovers to a whole yep. new level. Yeah, definitely. And I really like Bad Buddy. It's a fresh of breath air. I mean, mm. if you don't like Bad Buddy, I kind of feel bad for you. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> bad Buddy antis are not welcome here. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, I sort of, if you don't like Bad Buddy, I feel like some of the people who came out publicly as not liking it. The reasons why they don't like it is pure, like, clout. They just want the clout. They want people to hate on them because it makes no sense what they're saying. So... <laughs> I could imagine someone, like, making, like, a YouTube video, like, plot twist. I hated Bad Buddy. Like, one of those, like, really clickbaity titles. Ten things, just for, things like, wrong with Bad Buddy. <laughs> Uh, no but it's it's really good and Mm -hmm. you know i think ohm and nanan are absolutely like knocking it out of the park amazing yeah we will spoiler alert definitely be talking more about it in coming episodes so stay tuned deep dive (laughs) yes yes so since we asked people what they thought about our tea times and we had a really good response to it, we are going to definitely do it every time we don't have a guest on. <laughs> <laughs> so to go through that, we're going to do tea time. And I wanted to start with something. Okay, if you guys have listen to our shorts before we've mentioned this top tap and mike had like a little bit of drama well it wasn't really mike and top tap doing the whole drama it was the fans that discovered that yeah. mike stopped following top tap and then it became drama that they had to like address yeah and i mean top tap and mike have never really shown any drama or anything mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on and i really mm-hmm. At the time when this was all going on, people were really harassing them about it. And I felt so uncomfortable seeing that. Like, leave them alone. (laughs) A lot of like those what's happening tweets and going into people's lives and saying that. And Mm -hmm. it got to the point where like they had to kind of in a roundabout way say, please stop Mm -hmm. asking about this Mm -hmm. because it was just popping up everywhere. And 
just a lot of weird like rumors with Gaji being involved and all kinds of stuff going on and it's just like it's so weird that it exploded into way more than it probably is I feel like yeah it's so weird for me that people a lot of people complain when actors sort of air their dirty laundry a lot in public But when they don't, they suddenly get all, yeah, you need to tell me what's going on here. I have a right to know what your personal life is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you want from them? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, we didn't really hear what happened. And that's fine. It's their personal life. And then the GMM TV showcase happened. And we got a trailer for Chris and Mike. (laughs) So weird. Ooh, that made some waves. (laughs) I did not see this one coming at all. I mean, first of all, it's like Mike and Chris is a pairing that I never in a million years could have seen together. But even beyond that, like Chris has said in the past that Mm -hmm. he's never really planned on doing BL again. Mm -hmm. And if he did, he would only do it with Singto, which was probably totally a fan service thing to say. But I'm sure Pariah fans are kind of like, hello, Mm -hmm. you said this. Mm -hmm. Why are you acting with Mike now type thing? So yeah, it was a, that was definitely a came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. trailer when it came to the showcase. Yeah. And the hot take of all of this is that I actually liked the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually so here for it. I don't know why. What? I think the plot is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's another Jitty Rain adaptation, if I remember correctly. We've talked about this before. I just don't. Like yeah, I get it. I don't really like him either. But <laughs> for some reason, I don't know. It's like movie magic. It's just that trailer just made it look like. And seeing Mike being more serious and not like the goofball mm. he usually is. I don't know. There's something so attractive about that. Like also Mike not having his little like five o'clock shadow that yeah, he always has oh my really god. Weird to see. He looks like ten oh years younger. Yeah, but also that I'm sorry for people who like that, but for me that thing he was had on his face ugh, I hated it. <laughs> that thing <laughs> it so badly like i couldn't barely watch the man because of it and just that has to be some of the reason why i like this trailer so much (laughs) but they looked like like they they looked so good and like chris is like more grown up from his Mm -hmm. earlier days soda stays yeah I'm just I think it's another thing. I know they are good friends in real life, so I do think that probably has helped the chemistry in the trailer mm-hmm. a little bit. But like I really like I'm not even gonna lie, I saw Chris and I kinda <laughs> checked out when I was watching the trailer. So I feel like I have to go back and rewatch it and like maybe just kind of take my dislike of him out of it mm-hmm. and watch it more objectively from like a watching for the plot standpoint mm-hmm. but the plot itself like when I was reading up on the novel and stuff like that like it sounds really interesting and there were like the time travel aspects mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff I I like that they're kind of branching out more and bringing in different elements so yeah that part is really something to look forward to I think I do feel bad for top that though like he had nothing like he's gonna be left in the dust and top hat was my favorite part of that ship so yeah 
Yeah, I know going back into the rumor mill, a lot of people think that originally Top Tap was supposed to be in the series opposite mm-hmm. of my rumor, rumor, rumor. There's no base to it, but that is like the fan chatter that people have assumed yeah. that he was originally going to be the one who was starring in it yep. and then the feud happened and GMMTV changed things around. I don't know if I believe that. I think that Mike and Top Tap are both professionals, yeah. so I think if they needed to act together in a drama, they clearly could have done it. They've mm-hmm. made appearances together since everything went down, like for the Together movie and stuff like that. So yeah. I would like to think that, you know, they and GMMTV wouldn't let a personal mm-hmm. feud impact their projects and yeah. acting together and stuff like that. I mean, like they're that. actors. So sure. what, like, yeah. It's not like they actually dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We know some fans don't like to hear that, but... They're actors. They could have acted through it, but it's fine. Like, I can see where people it just are sucks coming for from. Top yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it does. I just like it sucks when like you see a lot of actors get to appear in like multiple different shows and are coming up on stage in the showcase all the time. And you know, I think he showed up for maybe like one or two support roles mm-hmm. and projects, but otherwise, like, yeah. I mean, as someone who you know has been in quite a few popular GMM TV shows in the past, it kind of sinks to see. Mm-hmm him not really getting much in the way of new stuff in 2022 but you know maybe there's other projects i know he, he might YouTube have and other plans we don't know yeah. like maybe he hasn't gotten any roles because he's planning on moving away yeah. from gmmtv like Singto did and has other roles on the chopping block that he can't tell anyone about yet mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i mean that might be what the feud is about you don't know <laughs> Just speculation. Mind, we don't know anything. <laughs> Just speculation here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, like it's interesting, and I'm surprised that I actually care about this TV show with <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, we'll see. I can't foresee myself we'll see watching it comes, how it this show because I'm not the biggest fan of Chris. And I feel like his attitude. Mm-hmm. Pixie will have to bite just, the bullet for the team. I can't. On this like one. his attitude towards just like BL and yeah, like the know, LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think I'd be able to mm-hmm. overlook it, mm-hmm. even if I like the storyline. Yeah. 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 I get it. At the same time, I think like they're actors and it's been a while since he said it. And but I yeah, I get what you mean. Like I don't support him individually. The show might be good. Might be. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it yeah. when the time comes. <laughs> we'll see when it when it shows up in the airing sphere. Yeah. Yeah, like I will watch the show, but I won't support Chris for what he said in the past. Like I won't actively promote him as an actor and support Mm -hmm. him Mm. because of that yeah but like the show has a lot of other people hanging on it it's uh like there's a whole production team and like gmm tv and yeah you know if it's Mm good i'm curious to see fans reaction to it (laughs) it's a big question yeah 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 i'm really curious to see how both pariah and mike top top fans are Mm -hmm. Hmm. reacting to it but i don't delve into either of those fandom spheres enough mm. to have seen any reactions <laughs> so yeah no i i don't want to start the year with diving into 
<laughs> the piranha infested waters. <laughs> oh boy. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything else for tea time? I feel like that was the main thing mm-hmm. we wanted to talk mm-hmm. about in this one. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely, I mean, this might be a whole other episode, maybe just like diving into the GMM TV showcase as a whole. Yeah. If that's something people would want to see, mm-hmm. let us know. We could do something in that vein. But yeah, I feel like with the conflict and everything that existed between Mike and Top Tap, it, it did make that show happening kind of more tea time worthy than some of the other trailers that just kind of dropped you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and we have like a year of 50 more episodes to go so (laughs) yeah damn that's a lot plenty of time to delve into things (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so we're gonna talk a little bit about ourselves first we're gonna just do like individuals introduce ourselves and just talk a little quickly about heather put together like a little profile building questionnaire yes. for us so we're not just blabbering about ourselves yeah, to know like we did the first time more. <laughs> i still i can never rewatch that episode yeah. um it was it was a hot mess yeah i but think we like have audio ever, problems so. as well like half of the recordings went missing oh. from coco's yeah it was rough times <laughs> It was rough. So things are a lot more organized this time around. Yeah. But yeah, we have like the individual aspect and then we kind of have like our little together team host yes. profile questions that we're going to go through as well. So yes. Yay. Yay. I'll just go quickly through <laughs> mine. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> so, you know, my name is Pixie. You. I can. Um, do I do like a name drop reveal? true name like no one's gonna be able to say it unless they're from Scandinavia but okay yeah so my name real name real life name is Tuna and all the English people I know call me Tuna 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 Yeah, you've talked about that before when you were studying in the U.S. Yes. That, that would happen. Yes. And it's the worst thing in the world. So, yeah, I prefer, like, when I went, studied in America, I told everyone to call me Tony because mm. no one could say That's cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Tuna. Tuna. And you became Pixie. Yes. Tuna. That's cute. Yeah. so i am 32 years old i have two children the boy is almost four years now and my girl is six years old yes the babies are growing Mm -hmm. up i'm not married because my boyfriend refuses to marry me (laughs) (laughs) it's a call out we are more modern couple (laughs) who needs marriage (laughs) Yeah. There's no bitterness yeah, there at none all. At nope. all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm surviving. <laughs> surviving. No, it's such a small thing, but for some reason I have like this childhood fantasy about just having the wedding, you know, and mm, I work yeah. as a dry cleaner, so I see wedding dresses all the time and mm-hmm. it's just mocking me at this point. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. 
Yeah. I'll have to have a stern talking to your boyfriend. Yeah. Like, you I, need to get it together. Yeah. Some of my friends were like, just, oh, we're in the modern age. You should ask him. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, he would say no. Oh. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for nine years. I, I know the answer to that one. He'd be like, no. Yeah. I mean. You're done. Like when I decided to get pregnant, I decided to get pregnant because I asked him and he just didn't say no. He's very indecisive. <laughs> he doesn't like making choices, big choices. So he just well, did you're not saying no. So. Yeah. So I just, okay, we're going off to birth control. One week later, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that was fast. <laughs> so if you just decide you're going to get married one week later, you'll probably just be bring married. him the papers. Yeah. To make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Just like take him to the courthouse and be like, you just need to put some signatures. <laughs> yeah, here. honey, we're just so, going. Don't worry about it. We're just going to see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to do a quick stop before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was is wasn't that the advice <laughs> that Perth gave you? I, yeah, yeah. he was like, so. just force him into yeah. it, and then he was like, no. <laughs> I forgot like, we joking. talked about Perth with it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you know, yeah. you can just blame it on Perth. Yeah. And- yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna do like a public shaming Perth of Perth. <laughs> no, I love Perth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Going on on tangents. My star sign is Cancer. I was born in the summer, in summer vacation, so I never got to have my birthday at school with everyone else. Oh, everyone yeah. was on vacations, oh, yeah. and yeah, sad. Mm, I was a sad girl. <laughs> this is like therapy yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> yeah so for those probably everyone knows this already but i live in norway down on the west coast a little norwegian coming out i haven't spoken english in like a month because we've had a month <laughs> <been> recording <laughs> It's really cold here, but it's also raining all the time, so we don't get a lot of snow. It's very depressing, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> it's really beautiful. It's sad girl hours Yeah, today. I know. I shouldn't be talking about myself. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if I could travel anywhere in the world, I would go to Japan and South Korea. Japan has been like a lifelong dream to go to. Mm-hmm. I really need to do it. But I'm waiting now that I have kids. I'm waiting until they're a little older so they can enjoy mm-hmm. the experience more. But I know my boyfriend wants to go too. So my three likes is reading, working, and being creative. I know that's very like, I don't know. It's not very specific, but like my whole life has just been like the, the thing I get most joy out of is just being creative and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what's what I'm doing if I can just be creative like writing drawing anything really so that's why that's on there nice. and my three dislikes is organizing because I'm really really <laughs> bad at it <laughs> I really hate it <laughs> close-minded people I just mm. Especially after starting this podcast and like broadening my own mind, I just can't listen to people who are stuck in their little tiny world and refuse to look past it. Yeah. And yeah, it's, and there's a lot of those in Norway. 
So, yeah. yeah, I try to stay out of getting into discussions with people because I, because I get mad. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Mm. And my last dislike is raisins. I really hate raisins. Raisins. <laughs> I don't like them either. I thought I thought for a second you said raisins, <laughs> like racist people. Yeah, racist like, as well. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> raisins. <laughs> but also, raisins are also valid. Uh, yeah, yeah, they shouldn't exist. And I agree. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, mm. awesome. So what got me into BL? I watched Yaoi when I was younger. It was kind of like that teenage phase when you're discovering that sex exists. And I <laughs> discovered hentai because I was watching a lot of anime <laughs> and naturally went over to Yaoi. <laughs> and that's how that happened. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I, yeah. And I sort of like, fell off because there's not like a community of this stuff like I had to hide it and like even saying that I watch anime to anyone in Norway at that when I was younger was like yeah you're complete weirdo if you do that so mm-hmm. now it's mainstream watching anime mm-hmm. but yeah, not back then mm. cool kids do now yeah yeah so I rediscovered BL specifically live action BL through K-pop stan Twitter they were going crazy for the Untamed and Tharn type. And I was watching, I saw so many tweets about it that I was just like, okay, well, I'll just see what this is about. So I didn't finish the Untamed, but I finished Tharn type, obviously. So <laughs> yeah, that was down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> now you're here. Yes. <laughs> My favorite BL of all time. I was having a hard time about this, but I think it's until we meet again yeah it's just has such a strong story strong acting and it left a really big impact on me even now after watching it was one of the first bls i watched even after such a long time and so many bls it still stays with me so yeah and my favorite bl trope is enemies to lovers Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like passion mm-hmm. so I really really like passions and if it goes into violence that's fine <laughs> it's all fiction people <laughs> it's not real <laughs> my favorite BL ship of all time I don't really have a favorite ship I tend to like like one person in the ship and not the ship itself mm-hmm. so I don't really have an answer to that my favorite BL manga is The Vampire and the Virgin Rose. It's just because it's beautifully done. It's just dark work mm-hmm. is so nice. And it's really short and it's cute. And it's a typical yaoi. So <laughs> 18 plus, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Novel is a little harder. I really enjoy both like Jamie and Salmon's writing. Mm-hmm. But I think if I have to choose one, I really, really enjoyed reading A Tale of a Thousand Stars mm-hmm. by Bacteria. Nice. Yeah. I remember reading it and just like went by so fast. And when I was done, I was just like, I need more. It was so good. Yeah. Favorite BL actor is Jeff. <laughs> Sadder, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I saw him the first time when the last episode of He, She, It came out. And him singing in the last 
scene singing the mm. tragedy, comedy, tragedy, comedy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comedy, the tragedy version. <laughs> yeah, that was that really. Yeah, he has an amazing voice. What else do I do as part of the BL fandom? Well, I do read audiobooks on my other YouTube channel. I have had a break from it for a couple of months now, just because I haven't had the time. I've barely had the time to do this podcast. <laughs> so the work has been crazy, but I am going to pick it up and I am doing some reading for our Patreon each month. Yes. I do also write some fan fiction and stuff when I have time, but right now I don't. <laughs> and other hobbies, I am ARMY, the BTS fandom. I have a lot of friends outside of Norway who I interact with about that. And just, yeah, it's been... Real. I'm on the nice side of army twitter <laughs> i don't if the i rare, yeah the grown the up <laughs> grown-up side of although not all grown-ups are on the good side either mm-hmm. though but <laughs> yeah i tend to if i see on my army stand twitter account if i see any drama i just block people i don't care about that stuff so the way to do it yeah I watch a lot of anime and I'm really into Japanese culture. I really want to learn Japanese. So that's like Mm. a project I've cornered. So I'm waiting to start that when I have the time, Mm -hmm. which who knows when will happen. (laughs) And obviously I have a family, so I need to give my kids attention as long as they want it. (laughs) They're still (laughs) young enough to think their mom is cool. So I'm going to gotta take advantage of that while you can yeah my daughter is really cute she goes around telling everyone that like since i'm the boss of the company she goes around telling everyone that her mommy is the boss (laughs) that's so cute (laughs) yeah so that's nice we'll wait and see how it goes when they become teenagers and (laughs) i will be the hated person yep so that's my list nice I guess I'll go next if we're going to go in like age order just to make it easier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yes, you guys all know my name is Alexa. That is my full name, my real name. I get a lot of the Amazon jokes from especially at work because I talk to a lot of like older patients and stuff like that for my job. And the first thing everyone says when I told them my name is like, oh, like the Amazon. like, And then everyone's always like, oh, you set off my Alexa in my house. And all those kind of jokes. So yes, I get them all the time. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Bezos should start giving people named Alexa some money <laughs> for the stuff that they've been through because of him. But you know, I'll just survive. Mm-hmm. I am 27. I am currently in grad school, still working on my master's. And I also work full time in the medical field on top of that. So with COVID the past year and a half, almost three years now at this point, going into the third year has made that side of things really fun. But you know, I'm almost finished with my master's and hoping to kind of branch off into more of what I would actually like to do career wise. Mm -hmm. I am a Libra. That's my sun. My moon is Scorpio and my rising is in Aries. I'm not super into astrology, but my roommate and one of my best friends is and I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart and 
you know, one of the things that they always say is, how are you okay? And um, I don't know. <laughs> so um, I don't know what that means, but I think my chart is kind of whacked out. So and astrology people can tell me what that means. <laughs> I'm in the United States on the East Coast, not quite in New England, but kind of in that little branch off area. We get a lot of cold, a lot of rain. It rains more than half of the year in the city that I live in. So, you know, it's raining right now. So it kind of sucks, but I've been out where I live now for like seven, eight years because of school. So if I could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? South Korea is definitely top of my list. I was supposed to go in 2020 and obviously the pandemic happened and because the pandemic's still going on, I haven't been able to reschedule the trip, but one day I will get there and that's going to be number one top of my list until it does. Mm -hmm. And I've also always really wanted to go to Greece and specifically like the Greek Isles and kind of mm -hmm. island hop in the Greek oh, Isles. That's um, amazing. That's been like my thing ever since I was really young. So that's also at the top of my list. Mm -hmm. Three likes and dislikes that are not BL related. I like my cat. I like binge watching TV shows. And I like strawberries. Ooh, same. And for my dislikes, ooh, I'm trying not to get like super political with this <laughs> because that's where my mind automatically goes. I will say the same as Pixie. I'm not a fan of close-minded people. Mm -hmm. um, take that however you want. I'm sure if you've been watching this podcast long enough, you can kind of assume what that means for me. I dislike having to do long extended readings for my classes. I feel like they're just really boring. And I think academic writing is, as someone who is currently in mm. academia, I hate academic writing to its core. And I think it's like overly jumbled and yeah. hard to understand for no reason. Mm -hmm. So I hate having, and my major is one where I do a lot more reading than anything else. So yeah. it kind of sucks. And the third thing that I hate or dislike, I should say. I really don't like snow that much. I think it's pretty when it's snowing, but the second it stops and you have to go out to work and navigate the gross gray sloshy roads and everything like that, I can't, I don't like snow at all. Mm -hmm. And that's why winter is like my least favorite season. What got me into BL? I was already a K-pop and K-drama fan when I first found BL. And originally, my first like real exposure to a boy's love storyline, there was a K-pop idol in the group, Cross Sheen, that I liked. And he was part of a BL side plot in a K-drama. So I watched that. And then I kind of put it on the back burner for like a year or so. And then I was on Tumblr and I started seeing like edits and stuff from the special gray rainbow. Mm -hmm. And so then I watched that and that kind of opened the rabbit hole into like the Thai BL live action sphere. And then after that came Sodas, and I feel like that was what really pushed me down the rabbit hole. And that was all in like late 2016 ish. I think when that started my favorite BL of all time I also kind of, I was kind of back and forth between Until We Meet Again and He's Coming to Me. But then when I really like thinking about it from which one I feel most emotionally attached to, I think I would say Until We Meet Again. Mm -hmm. I think they're both kind of similar in the tone and the emotional aspect, but 
when people ask me like what BL I would recommend mm-hmm. or tell them to watch, I feel like Until We Meet Again is one of the first ones that comes to mind. So for that reason, I chose it as my favorite of all time. Yes. My favorite BL trope. This kind of expands beyond BL into like all dramas and Asian dramas. I love the fake dating trope. And I also love forced cohabitation. I love people who claim that they don't have feelings for each other being put into situations that kind of force them to realize the feelings that are there, which fake dating and forced cohabitation both tend to do. My favorite BL trope of all time We've rehashed this many times. It's Max Tool. (laughs) I just love their friendship and I love how natural it feels and how they don't feel like they have to play into all the fan servicey things and they're just friends and it's genuine and it just makes them really enjoyable to watch and everything that they do. Favorite novel or manga or manhua. I don't read a lot because reading is something that's not easy for my brain to do at this part point in my life. But I have been kind of trying since we started the podcast to get more into the manga and manhwa side of things. I read Escape Journey earlier this year, mm. and I really like that mm. one. And I've also been reading Cherry Blossoms After Winter in preparation for the series right. coming out in early 2022. And I just finished the third season, getting ready to start the fourth. And I really have been enjoying that one so far. I would like to start reading more of like the actual novels that the series are based on. I have read a couple here and there, but words on the page are hard for me. So I think manga and manhwa is a little bit easier since it has like the drawings and the art and everything. Mm -hmm. So my favorite BL actor or actress and why I actually really struggle with this, but I think less so for the acting and more for just like the person that he is. I think Mm -hmm. I have to say Perth. After we talked to him this earlier last year on the podcast, I just got very into like the Pandaline fandom and I joined his YouTube membership and have been in his Discord server and just getting to know him more and the people in his fandom and just like watching his YouTube and everything like that. I just think that he is such a gem of a person Mm. and he's just a really enjoyable person to follow. So, you know, he's one of few people that I actually like want to keep up with what he's doing and what's going on and that kind of thing. And I would love, like, I'm excited to see him in more projects Mm -hmm. in 2022. He's got two so far. So I think he'll be able to really show up on the acting front as well. But just purely from like a, as a person standpoint, I chose Perth. What else do you do as part of the BL fandom? Not super creative, but I do. I am so active on Tumblr, which I know is weird for some people. And I do a lot of like GIF and content creation on Tumblr. So I make like a lot of GIFs and that kind of stuff and kind of discoursey type posts, like character analysis and that kind of stuff on Tumblr. There's a big Asian drama fandom on there still. So I think being in the K-drama fandom kind of carried over to being active in the BL fandom on Tumblr. So I do a lot of content creation over there. Mm -hmm. I've dabbled a tiny, tiny bit in fan fiction, but not anything that I've ever posted anywhere or for anyone to read. Just kind of every once in a while, I'll get really caught up on a pairing or a show and actually have ideas that I want to get out. Mm -hmm. And so every once in a while, I'll write something. Other hobbies and interests outside of BL... I got back into playing softball this year. I did it all throughout my childhood up until I graduated from high school and then 
over the summer, I finally joined like one of the adult softball leagues in my city. And so I really have been enjoying getting back into that this year. And yeah, I do like, um, I'm also involved in the K-pop fandom. So I'm kind of like a multi-stan. So I'm involved on fandom aspects for different groups and I'm a big K-drama watcher. So I'm involved in the K-drama fandom and I do a lot of K-drama watching. And yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it for me. Hey, cool. If I'm looking down, sorry, I'm looking at my phone notes. <laughs> but hi, I'm Kayla. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What month was it when I officially joined? I can't remember. It was after we did our first Lovely Writer deep dive. Mm. I feel like maybe May or June, May, June. something like that. Sometime around there. April? <laughs> Sometime. Somewhere, somewhere <laughs> I have no concept of time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't been here from the very start, but almost. <laughs> so, yay for that, I guess. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I'm 25 years old. My star sign is Pisces and my moon sign is Aries, which <laughs> is a lot. Currently, <laughs> currently I live in Richmond, Virginia. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I really miss it. But I do love RVA so much. I think 
most of all, I love the weather because it never gets quite as cold as it does in Pittsburgh. And I don't like the cold. Since we talked about family a little, I have three younger siblings and they're all characters. (laughs) They're all also (laughs) a lot younger than me. So I'm kind of like Mm -hmm. a mom figure to them, raising them and whatnot. Mm. Trying to think what else general stuff. Eh, I think that's fine. (laughs) Anyway, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? (laughs) So I have always wanted to go to Japan. In fact, if Miss Rona hadn't Mm -hmm. messed things up, I was planning on going to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I really have wanted to go to the Olympics ever since it was announced. Oh, damn. Um, I also have, Mm -hmm. I've always had this dream of seeing Shiny in concert in Japan because I love their Japanese discography the most. Yeah, their Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's iconic. iconic. I also have this very wishful dream of living in Osaka, Japan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why Osaka specifically. I just feel like the people seem like very friendly. And but who knows, like that would be for some years to come and my priorities might change by then. But I also Mm -hmm. like Pixie, I do want to learn Japanese, but it's just like whether I'm going to have enough time to set mm-hmm. aside to do that or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three, this section, I had to ask my sister <laughs> what my likes and dislikes are <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what do I like? What do I not well, like? <laughs> but so this was a collaborative effort, but some of my likes are, <laughs> I like space. I love space, anything having to do with space exploration, NASA, the moon, planets, stuff like that. I like boba tea, probably too much. It's causing a financial burden on me. (laughs) Um, I've had to cut back. But yeah, I love boba. And I love getting my nails done. They're not done right now because it's expensive, but... That's a more recent thing to this year because my mom, I would always go with her to the nail salon, but I'd be like, oh, I don't think I could function or do anything with acrylic nails on, but you really do get used to it. And I'm like addicted now. Yeah. Three dislikes. (laughs) This is one that came up before on the podcast, but I really dislike feet. And that was the first thing. <laughs> so that was the first thing that came to my mind when I thought yeah. dislikes <laughs> is because because I don't like feet, my siblings <laughs> always put their feet on me to mess with me. And it drives me crazy. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, my boyfriend does this. I hate too. it. This dislike is kind of random, yeah. <laughs> but I I don't like styrofoam. Something it's like a sensory thing. Oh, is it like a yeah. sensory thing? And this is yeah. fresh in my mind because we've been receiving so many packages because it's it was Christmas time. And so everyone's taking stuff out of the boxes and I'm like, please, mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. warn me. I need a trigger warning before you touch that styrofoam. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. And Pixie mm. will love this one. <laughs> My last dislike is things being disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> we are 
the perfect mess. Not even, not even just like a mess, but I don't like when things are like not planned out either. Like people make, try to make plans last minute. Like my mom does this mm-hmm. all the time. She'll tell me like five minutes before we're going to yeah. leave that we're going somewhere. And <laughs> it just drives me crazy. So yeah mm-hmm. yeah I would not be able to do that especially when it comes to social things I feel like I have to know right? what's going on and be mentally prepared for it yeah. yeah so that's where that stems from how I got into BL technically my mom got me into BL which a lot of people are really surprised when I say but like growing up my mom watched anime a lot and our favorite anime was gravitation So, like, I owned the DVD box set, and whenever we weren't watching it continuously on a loop, we were listening to the soundtracks in the car. But more recently, I got into the BL fandom because I came across a GIF set of A-Pete from Love by Chance, and yeah, that that was all thanks to Tumblr. That was when I still used Tumblr. Shout out. (laughs) My favorite (laughs) shout out. (laughs) Tumblr. My favorite BL of all time <laughs> is also Until We Meet Again. I'm kind of surprised that we all have the favorite, the same favorite BL. <laughs> yeah, I did not expect that. That's, it just shows you how good it is. It's so the power good. of Until We Yeah, Meet we again. are so different people too. So Yeah, it like brought us all together in a way. But I love Until We Meet Again because <laughs> yeah. it's the drama that I, after all the dramas that I've watched, it's the one that I'm still thinking about constantly every single day, especially especially mm-hmm. Cal's scenes. I think about his flashback scenes mm-hmm. all the time. I feel like, you know how when you have like yeah. things like a music video or something memorized in your head? <laughs> And you, like, watch it in your head. That's what I do with Until We Meet Again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. some other stuff I love about it is I think the script writing is so amazing. I love the camera work and the cast and just the chemistry between Mm -hmm. Dean Parm and Wind Team. Literally everything. And, like, to this day, my only complaint about it is Sin's terrible wig. I will never get over that. But other than that... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The wig. The infamous wig. Oh my god. Uh, And I made a resurgence recently with Don't Say No To. I was seeing the wig everywhere on social media. So funny. Yeah, I didn't know that was the same person first. Neither did I. You wouldn't recognize it. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) My favorite BL trope mm-hmm. is soulmates because I believe that's a real thing. And even if it's platonic and I just love seeing stories that align nice. with that. And I love the spiritual aspect and seeing how each culture approaches it based on what the urban mm-hmm. legends and lores surrounding reincarnation and stuff like that are in different cultures. Yeah, and this trope I feel like often ties into childhood friends, which is another trope that I really love. Favorite BL ship of all time. I had a little more trouble with this than I thought I would. Originally, I was going to say Off Gun, but lately I feel like it's Mm. Ohm Fluke because I just love their chemistry 
It's so natural, and they have that genuine friendship behind the pairing. And I also like the more superficial things about their pairing, like their height difference and the fact that they have completely opposite personalities, Mm -hmm. like all those traits that are very inherent to BL. Good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Favorite BL manga? I had to think a lot about this, too, because I don't read as much anymore. But... I do like, I started it, I didn't finish it yet. I do like Life, Love on the Line, the manga, because I feel like it's Mm -hmm. just as good as the series. And I love seeing how each of them are affected by society's expectations of men and how like no matter what they achieve separately in Mm -hmm. life, the only thing they truly want is to be together. It's just, ugh, it's just as good as the drama. I recommend it. Hmm. favorite bl actor i have two because i couldn't choose surprisingly everyone knows i love singto <laughs> that's just that's just a given yeah. that's self-explanatory but i also love gun atafan because i feel like he's so versatile mm-hmm. as an actor and that can be seen just yeah. from i was looking at his my drama list the other day and i was like all of these roles, there's so many, and they're all so vastly different. He's been in so like, much, yeah. Like, he's been popular mm-hmm. since before he joined GMMTV. Yeah. But another thing I love about him is I feel like he is one of the first actors I've seen who doesn't really treat BL like a stepping stone into the mainstream and instead works mm-hmm. to make the genre more widely recognized. So I respect that about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also have a favorite actress. I love Mild. I love her. Most people know her from oh <laughs> from God, Dark yes. Blue Kiss and Three Will Be Free. But I'm currently rewatching mm-hmm. her in the series Happy Birthday because it's my favorite series. And she just kills it. She's so good in it. I feel like she's so talented. And I I respect how outspoken she is about things like police brutality and LGBT issues. She just seems like a really good person and she's pretty. So, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I do as part of the BL fandom? I have my YouTube channel where I started uploading BL content in 2020. For some reason, I thought it was earlier, but I guess I hadn't quite taken the dive yet. And I was just like, I don't know, observing <laughs> from Tumblr probably. but like as a as someone who loves media criticism i feel like doing bl commentary has filled the gap in my heart that misses writing english essays because a lot of the things Mm -hmm. that i would write about analyzing media in like my english classes are the same things that i'm writing about now just like in video form yeah and it just it fulfills that wish i have of missing writing essays but I do agree that scholarly essays and academic writing are way too convoluted, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <Yeah. laughs> Other hobbies and interests outside of BL. I am a collector. So for K-pop, I collect like all versions of whichever album I'm buying. Photo cards, mostly mm-hmm. Key from Shiny and Johnny from NCT. I collect fan-made enamel pins because I love supporting independent artists and they're usually very well-made. 
for non-K-pop stuff, I collect crystals. I never thought I would start collecting this, but because of my mom, I collect purses now. I <laughs> I collect plushies, mostly squishmallows, but also off-brand squishmallows too. Nice. And <laughs> and this is a new thing. I started collecting Bratz dolls again since they've made a resurgence. And it just like reminds me. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. A it just lot reminds me of childhood because, like, that's what I would ask for every year is Bratz dolls. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that's my. Oh, oh no, I have something else. Oh, I almost missed this. So, <laughs> another huge hobby of mine mm-hmm. is just listening to music. Like, I think I have Spotify playing all day long, nonstop, no matter where I am or what I'm doing. My top genres are K-pop, hip-hop, and R&B, which doesn't surprise me. I feel like it's been, like, such a great year <laughs> for music, but specifically female rap. So hit me up if you want some female rap mm. recommendations, because I've been really nice. into all the new and emerging female rappers coming up. But yeah, I think that's the end of nice. my list. Yay! Nice. So we have some um, together questions as well. We can start by <laughs> saying our pronouns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgot that part in the individual. Yes. Kayla can start. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surprise. My pronouns, <laughs> my pronouns are she and they, which that basically means like I'm fine with either set. I do think it's nice when people use both, but I mm-hmm. honestly like don't care if you just use one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are my pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I use she her pronouns, but yeah, it's not something that bothers me either mm-hmm. way. So you know, if people use they them or honestly anything to refer to me, I would probably respond. But she her is what I tell people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm she her too. I I'm. I've never really been in a community where people cared about stuff or even had like enough knowledge about stuff like that to Mm -hmm. talk about it. So this was like really new to me when I Mm -hmm. like discovered the discord we were a part of and stuff. So, so, but yeah, I, I've thought about it for a really long time and I'm just, I'm comfortable with what I've always I've never felt out of place with my pronouns. I've never felt like it should be something else. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. So, how did we all meet? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I met Pixie first mm-hmm. because we were in a BL Discord server together, which a lot of you who watch are also probably part of that Discord server, the BLT Cafe. Yeah. And we were kind of just like chatting on and off and you know we had had some more in-depth discussions about Mm -hmm. things here and there and then pixie reached out to me about the podcast like november of 2020 i think Mm -hmm. and that's when we kind of started obviously really talking more and getting to know each other and and getting to know coco and going into the planning process of that yeah and then pixie and kayla had kind of been 
talking a little bit yeah well before i contacted coco and you alexa i actually dm'd kayla with Mm -hmm. the same question as i asked you two (laughs) and she didn't see it at first (laughs) so it wasn't until we already started planning that i got a message back from kayla and it was too late sadly but we managed to like talk a little and get the plan for her to come on as a guest for our Mm -hmm. fifth episode so that was nice and yeah i helped like i recorded some stuff for your youtube Mm -hmm. once when you did like this yeah yeah bring everyone into the video kind of deal (laughs) (laughs) it was your favorite trope yeah oh that was so fun to make yeah i want to make another one like that favorite tropes yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah, that's how this whole podcast started. I had an idea because COVID happened. I was bored out of my mind. I'm used to working a lot, especially mm-hmm. I have my own business and we had to close all the stores. We had nothing to do. Like I had to do something and I really enjoyed staying uh, like at the discord and talking to people but I came to a point where writing and about it what just didn't feel like it was enough I had Mm -hmm. so much I wanted to say but like typing it all out I would have to like type an essay (laughs) yeah so I find like I do listen to a lot of podcasts so that's how I like thought that okay like I'm good at talking I talk a lot (laughs) this might work (laughs) so I just like shot my shot I (laughs) and the reason why I contacted Kayla first was because I was really drawn to her YouTube channel and how she Mm -hmm. she's never had a problem about speaking her mind like a lot of BL creators tend to try and not talk about important stuff because they don't want to alienate people or lose subscribers or whatever. And Kayla was just laying it out. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is really interesting. (laughs) And everything you said on your YouTube channel, it sort of, it was so well thought out. So I thought that that would be perfect for a podcast format. Because I'm really good at bullshitting my way through a conversation. (laughs) But... (laughs) I don't have a lot of in-depth thoughts all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and Alexa, she was, when we talked on the Discord server, she always had like a lot of insight into things. And we did have a lot of meaningful discussions. And yeah, I just thought that it would fit the best. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting the message and I am not like I'd never been a big podcast person. I never had listened much to podcasts before. And when you came to me about it, I was I was like, well, I don't know, you know, like, I've never been in a situation before where I've been like recording my voice or putting my opinions out there in this type of format. But then like, I thought about it and I was like, well, I do have a lot of opinions. Like I am the type of person who like in the discord server would be writing paragraphs the same way about things and trying to put my insight out there. So kind of the same way as you, I just thought it would be something new and interesting and, you know, 
we were still, we are still in the pandemic and, mm. you know, I've been trying to find ways to branch out and do different things that I would have not thought about before. And so like you came to me out about it and I, I was honestly just like, why the heck not? You mm. know, I didn't know what to expect or what it would yeah, grow into, but either. you know, I was just like, we'll give it a shot. And I, it was fun and yeah. here we are. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any of us could have imagined us like hitting it off so well mm -hmm. in this format. Like when we like doing a podcast, like it seems really easy from how we're doing and it, it's felt really easy. But I try to imagine doing this with anyone else. And I just feel I get stressed at the thought because I don't think yeah. we would like mesh so well that we yeah. do. <laughs> So I think we were really lucky, honestly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I agree. Yeah. So favorite thing about the other two hosts? I was thinking about this last <laughs> night before I went to bed. <laughs> I, for Pixie, you know, you said like you don't have a lot of in-depth thoughts about things, but I really appreciate how you can kind of just take something and run with it mm -hmm. and that makes you really good for first of all being like kind of like a leader like I feel like you are like kind of like our <laughs> designated leader in a lot of things but you're really good with picking up conversations on the fly and taking a small thought and expanding it and mm -hmm. that's something that I'm not really good at like if I'm the, I'm the type of person where if I write out my notes like once I get through my notes I'm like oh what else do I have to say about this topic and sometimes that's that's hard in a podcast format mm -hmm. when you run out of like pre-selected questions and stuff like that but I feel like you're very good at kind of picking up in those moments mm -hmm. and picking out a topic on the fly and kind of running with it. And that's really, really helpful and something I really admire. And for Kayla, I just love your thoughts about things. Like when you say things, sometimes I'm like, this was in my head, but I didn't know how to express it. And I feel like we tend to have a lot of similar thought processes and opinions about things in the BL world and beyond. And so like listening to you talk, I'm just like, yeah, like you word things really well. And I'm sure that comes from like, you've, you've done radio in the past and it kind of plays into what you did in school and stuff like that. But I just feel like you're very composed and you speak so well and express yourself so well. And it's just like really nice to watch and watch you get your thoughts out. And, you know, you're kind of the opposite of Pixie where you have a lot of <laughs> notes on things. And I admire that as well yes. because I feel like my brain just doesn't know how to pull out some of like the analytical points and stuff that and stuff that you can pull out from things. So yeah, I, I really like that aspect of hearing your opinions and your thoughts on things a lot. Mm -hmm. Thanks. <laughs> yes. So for, for me, I had like the same thing with Kayla. I just like, I took notes and I wrote down for Kayla, just her mind. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's absolutely my favorite. Like I talked about earlier, I just, I really, really love how you think and how you're not afraid of anything. And it fits so well within the podcast format we've created for ourselves. And with Alexa, I just, you have so much, there's a lot of things I love about you, but the, like the thing at the top is like the compassion. You have so much compassion and it shines through and you have so much patience for people that I 
wish I had, <laughs> honestly. It feels like you're like you're the break to my craziness. I <laughs> I feel like if I have any thoughts, I feel like I need to run them by Alexa to not like <laughs> just make sure I'm not being crazy. <laughs> No, I <laughs> I love you've always shown so much compassion and caring and you're always so understanding and even when I know you don't like anything or stuff like that you still don't come off as rude or <laughs> or mean you're just yeah yeah <laughs> just the shy thanks i don't know how to accept people saying nice things about me, me so. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite thing about pixie is that she is not afraid to say what she thinks no matter how controversial it is because I'm the same way. Mm. Actually, I think she probably is a little more strong on it than me, and I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I just, sometimes I get so frustrated in, like, the sphere of, like, BL and content creation, because I feel like no one is ever saying anything that matters. Mm. But I feel like, Pixie, yeah. mm. you, you do say things that matter and bring up, conversations that need to be had so Aww. that's that's my favorite thing about you yeah thank you my favorite thing about alexa is almost like the same thing as hers to me my favorite thing about you is that you understand what i'm trying to say even if i'm having trouble conveying it and then you'll finish mm. the thought for me and i'm like that's exactly what i was trying to get across <laughs> And I really appreciate it. So, yeah, that's my favorite thing about you. We're on the same brain wave. I really think we are. Like, <laughs> same brain energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've been saying this, for, like, from earlier. Like, we just fit really well together. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we're tooting our own horns here. <laughs> this it's is a true. such a great trio. Yeah, guys, we're... <laughs> we're starting the new year just like we are the best <laughs> the best manifestation oh my god it's the type of energy you need to bring into 2022 yeah <laughs> i'm getting so embarrassed because i'm not used to getting compliments <laughs> oh. i know your face is gonna get red <laughs> but it's very nice to get them though mm. yeah yeah we all know about the red face it's these indicator <laughs> mm. oh my god yeah <laughs> So, <laughs> favorite thing about the podcast. So, mm. for me, it's the whole getting to interact with everyone listening mm -hmm. and also getting to talk to all these amazing people we've had on because I've really changed a lot this past year because of the podcast and because of the topics we've discussed and the people we've talked to and the people leaving comments and sharing mm. their opinions. So I feel like I'm I've become a better person because of it. So it's just that's what's been my favorite thing so far about the podcast. Yeah, I think the podcast has given me a new understanding and love for the BL community. You know, I I was a part of fandom before this and the BL fandom, but I feel like before the podcast I had never really 
had like ties like this to the community, you know, I was kind of like lurking on the outside and, you know, saying my piece here and there, but it's nice to have a space to really think about things and interact with people. And obviously like getting to talk to so many amazing like actors and content creators and authors and everything has been such a cool experience. But I think just like having people who want to listen to us talk every week and interact with Mm -hmm. us and respond to the questions we're asking and create conversation. Like it's been, it's an aspect of the BL fandom that I was never really had before we did the podcast. So the community aspect, I I think has just been like the biggest, like the coolest thing about it for me and being able to just like talk to so many different people and create bonds with you guys and people who listen and the people in our discord server and everything has just been like one of the biggest highlights for me, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My favorite thing is pretty much all of that, but I just love how we're able to connect with people around the world over a common interest that we share. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds pretty generic, but I mean, you guys elaborated just everyone who comments, everyone who shows up for premieres, Mm -hmm. the fact that there are people who even want to do that and even want to watch and listen to us, I think is really amazing. And Mm -hmm. the community that we have built along the way is I think that goes along with being my favorite thing about the podcast yeah yeah 100% and who is our favorite guest of season one and why I know yeah I know I was thinking a lot about this but I have like Perth will always have a special place in this podcast I mean yeah Perth he was he gave us like a boost kick in the start and coming on when we had zero Mm -hmm. followers and zero presence and he's just been such a great support other than that I think for me Ari was a game changer Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. they really made me think about myself and I think I changed my view of myself a lot after that conversation and I think she I think they helped a lot of other people as well mm-hmm. yeah that was a great episode mm-hmm. and definitely I got a lot of thought coming from the discussion we had mm-hmm. from them it just like really made me think about a lot of different things about the BL community yep. yeah I feel like I feel like I couldn't even include Perth in the discussion because like <laughs> bias like you said like he's he's like the number one yeah. like he is he's like an honorary podcast member yeah, with how much definitely. he's done for us and been so cool throughout the whole year. Mm. But thinking beyond Perth, I really loved when we had Crystal Marie on. Oh, yes. I thought she was hilarious mm. and I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard as I did when we were recording that episode and some of the discussions we had and I really liked her thoughts on things and she's another person like Ari who really just made me think a lot more about fandom and Mm. and especially fandom in the BL side of things and her coming from kind of having an anime background Mm. and the way she's involved in the anime and yaoi fandom and I thought she was really great and then I have to just say Pavel just because (laughs) getting him on the podcast was like such a random like stroke of (laughs) luck that he just uh, randomly answered a message from like six months ago and was like yeah sure and it just happened yeah. and then 
you know, it, it was so, it just felt like, like you said, such an achievement to finally be able to like sit down and talk to him. And like, he was just, he was so chill and fun to talk yeah, to. And it was just definitely. like, for that reason, I was like, I have to include Pavel as one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so going along the same lines, my favorite guest of season one was Pavel because mm-hmm. I have so much nostalgia attached to Two Moons 2. <laughs> And he was one of the first BL actors that I followed mm. outside of the series, actually on social media as a person. And I just, yeah. I remember wishing I could go to that fan meet in Thailand so bad. The one that all the reactors were at and they met them mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I was like, yes. I'm so envious. Like, I wish that I could just like have a conversation with this dude. When I think yeah. about the fact that we're kind of buddy buddy with him now, not to like hype us up or anything, but I think to myself, like, <laughs> I think to myself, damn, we did that and we continue to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, we came far. Real. Yeah. But yeah, Definitely. that's why I think yeah, it's my favorite. I feel like we came really far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like every time we have a guest on, like, they become one of my favorite <laughs> right? people ever. And Definitely. I feel like I just want to be like, so involved in in like everything they're doing Mm -hmm. from here on out that it's like you are now my favorite person and it just keeps happening (laughs) because we keep having guests on and I'm like now I have all these these children that I want to like exactly yeah I mean I never (laughs) I never imagined I would feel so protective over all these people just because we had a conversation with them (laughs) it's crazy because I actually thought Powell was kind of like a showboat before <laughs> we had him on he was kind of yeah showy and like i i under from talking to his fans i understand that he is very like how he was with us is how he is on his patreon discord yeah. server and stuff mm-hmm. so they already knew i had no idea i saw the thirst tweet youtube <laughs> and was just like mm, yeah <laughs> But seriously, he needs to be protected because he is amazing. And I love him. Yeah. Seriously. Agreed. Mm. What would we like to achieve with the podcast this year? I, I want to grow the community. I want to give people a chance to feel closer to BL, even Mm -hmm. as international fans, like give people a space to actually watch content and talk about BL that doesn't need to be subtitled. (laughs) If you know what I mean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely on the community front. I think I would really like to make things more interactive. And I think that's part of the reason why we kind of did like the audience survey, kind of trying to make sure we're doing more of what our listeners like and finding more ways to involve them, whether that be, you know, playing games on the lives or doing more lives or having more episodes that involve our listeners and the community in some way. I think, you know, making it more interactive and and finding more ways to communicate with people is a great way to build our community as well. So I think that's one of my goals is kind of making it more interactive for the people who are, you know, supporting us in whatever way. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah i hope to keep starting conversations that matter and ones that don't necessarily mm-hmm. 
And (laughs) I hope that we can keep connecting with more lovers of BL because I know they're out there and just haven't seen us yet. Mm-hmm. And lastly, yeah. I hope to get on some of the guests that people have been really wanting, like big names, bigger names. Mm-hmm. It would be, yeah. it's very wishful, yes. but it would be yes. really cool to be able to bring interviews for their fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that's us talking about ourselves for. <laughs> An hour, <laughs> about an hour, probably a little more than an hour by now. But <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is everything we've got for this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening. We want to know just as much about you as you learned about us. So make sure you leave a comment introducing yourself on socials or send us an email or even join our Discord server. We want to yes. meet each and every one of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify now because they have like a rate review thing. And That's true. mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and share the episode with everyone you know who loves BL. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok where we love to interact with everyone. And links can be found in the episode description on all platforms if you'd like to support the podcast and help us to continue creating and releasing episodes you can join our patreon where you'll receive exclusive access to patreon only discord server channels guest announcements early extra clips that didn't make it to the final episodes and much more You can also send us tip on coffee if you're unable to commit to a monthly support or even check out our merch shop on (laughs) (laughs) lovecastpodcast.com. Any help is greatly appreciated. Thanks again for joining us as we reintroduced ourselves for 2022. We can't wait for you to come along for the ride. That will be season two of Lovecast. So until next week, bye. Bye. Yeah, but I also feel like the the tagline should be like a thing that we just use on socials or something like that. We don't actually need to say it in the, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I feel like it's enough to say that. Welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast. Like that's the, that's the podcast. <laughs>
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.